Hello, and welcome to Satan's Library. This is a podcast where I tell a story of a paranormal event, or a true crime, or a ghostly encounter. I'm actually at work right now, because I'm pulling extra hours. I'm working till midnight, so I figured I would get bored and I would want to do a podcast episode for you guys. So, here goes. I actually have a historical story for you guys today. Um, It's actually called The Battle of Los Angeles. And I know a lot of people haven't heard of this story. And I was pretty surprised when I found out about it a couple years ago. Because it's just not well known. Um, Oh, by the way, side note guys. If I have to pause randomly, it's because somebody's walking by, or somebody is signaling on the radio, or something out there, something or the other that I need to pause for. Um, and you might hear a little bit of uh, fuzzy noises coming from the computer. I can't really help that. That's just because of the signal going out right now. But I'll try my best to uh, edit all of that out. Anywho, yes, the Battle of Los Angeles. Um, let's just get right into it. Let's see here. In the frantic weeks that followed the Pearl Harbor attack, many Americans believed that enemy raids on the continental United States were imminent. On December 9th, 1941, unsubstantiated reports of, of approaching aircraft had caused a major invasion panic in New York City and sent stock prices tumbling. On the west coast, inexperienced pilots and radar men had mistaken fishing boats, logs, and even whales for Japanese warships and submarines. Tensions were high, and they only grew after U.S. Secretary of War Henry Stimson warned that American cities should be prepared for occasional blows from enemy forces. Just a few days later, on February 23, 1942, a Japanese submarine surfaced off the coast of Santa Barbara, California, and hurled over a dozen military artillery shells at an oil field and refinery. While the attack inflicted no casualties and caused only minor damage, it marked the first time that the mainland United States had been bombed during World War II. The day after the oil field raid, paranoia and itchy trigger fingers combined to produce one of the most unusual home front incidents of the war. It began on the evening of February 24, 1942, when naval intelligence instructed units on the California coast to steel themselves for a potential Japanese attack. All remained calm for the next few hours, but shortly after 2 a.m. on February 25th, radar picked up what appeared to be an enemy contact some 120 miles west of Los Angeles. Air raid sirens sounded, and citywide blackout was put into effect. Within minutes, troops had banned anti-aircraft guns and began sweeping the skies with searchlights. It was just after 3 a.m. when the shooting started. Following reports of an unidentified flying object in the skies, 
troops in Santa Monica unleashed a barrage of anti-aircraft and 50 caliber machine gun fire. Before long, many of the city's other coastal defensive weapons had, had joined in. Powerful searchlights from countless stations stabbed the sky with bright, probing fingers, the Los Angeles Times wrote. While anti-aircraft batteries dotted the heavens with beautiful, if sinister, orange bursts of, sh of shrapnel, chaos reigned over the next several minutes. It appeared in Los Angeles was under attack, yet many of those who looked skyward saw nothing but smoke and glare from fire. Imagine, imagination could have easily disclosed many ships in the sky in the midst of what of that weird symphony of noise and color, Coastal Artillery Corps. Colonel John G. Murphy later wrote, but cold detachment disclosed no planes of any type in the sky, friendly or enemy. For others, however, the threat appeared to be very real. Reports poured in from all across the city describing Japanese aircraft flying in formation, bombs falling, and enemy paratroopers. There was even a claim of, Japanese plane, of a Japanese plane landing in the streets of Hollywood. I could barely see the planes, but they were up there all right, a coastal artilleryman, artilleryman named Charles Patrick later wrote in a letter. I could see six planes and shells were bursting all around them. Naturally, all of us fellows were anxious to get out of our two cents worth in, and when command came, everybody cheered like a son of a gun. The barrage eventually continued for over an hour. By the time a final all-clear order was given later that morning, Los Angeles artillery batteries had pumped over 1,400 rounds of anti-aircraft ammunition into the sky. It was only in the light of day that American artillery rounds... Oh, I'm sorry. It was only in the light of day that American military units made a puzzling discovery. There appeared to be no enemy attack, although reports were conflicting and every effort was made to ascertain the facts. It is clear that no bombs were dropped and no planes were shot down. Read in, that was read from a statement of the Army's Western Defense Command. Ironically, the only damage during the battle had come from friendly fire. Anti-aircraft shrapnel rained down across the city, shattering windows and ripping through buildings. One dead careened into a Long Beach golf course, and several residents had their homes partially destroyed by three-inch artillery shells. While there are no serious injuries from the shootout, it was reported that at least five people died as a result of heart attacks and car incidents that occurred during the extended blackout. In a preview of the hysteria that would soon occupy the Japanese internment, authorities also arrested some 20 Japanese Americans for allegedly trying to signal the non-existent aircraft. Over the next few days, government and media outlets issued contradictory reports on what later became known as the Battle of Los Angeles. Secretary of the Navy Frank Knox dismissed the firefight as a false alarm brought on by jittery nerves, but the Secretary of War 
Henry Stimson echoed army brass and sang that at least 15 planes had buzzed the city. He even advanced the prerogative theory that the Phantom Fighters might have been commercial aircraft operating by enemy agents hoping to strike fear into the public. Stimson later backpedaled its claims, but there is still the matter of thousands of military personnel and civilians who claim to have seen aircraft in the skies over LA. According to an editorial in the New York Times, some witnesses had spied a big floating object resembling a balloon, while others spotted anywhere from one plane to several dozens. The the more the the whole incident of the early morning of February 25th in the Los Angeles district is examined, the article read, the more incredible it becomes. What caused the shootout over Los Angeles? The the Japanese military later claimed that it had never flown an aircraft over the city during World War II, providing fuel for a host of bizarre theories involving government conspiracies and visits by alien, alien flying saucers or extraterrestrials. Still, the most logical explanation for the firefight is trigger-happy servicemen and rudimentary radar systems combined to produce a false alarm. In 1983, the Office of Air Force History outlined the events of LA Air Raid and noted that the meteorological balloons had been released prior to the barrage to help determine wind conditions. Their lights and silver color could have been what first triggered the alerts. Once the shooting began and disoriented combination of searchlights, smoke, and anti-aircraft flak might have led gunners to believe that they are firing on enemy plans even though none were actually present. While it's likely that the Battle of Los Angeles was only a mirage, it's still a chilling reminder of the vulnerability that many Americans felt at the beginning of World War II. The Japanese would later hatch several schemes to attack the American mainland, including launching over 9,000 explosive-laden fire balloons, yet none of them ever produced the level of mass hysteria that accompanied the phantom shootout over Los Angeles. Even at the time, many journalists noted that it was fitting that the incident had taken place in the home of film industry. In an article of Mar- from March 1942, the New York Times wrote as the world's preeminent fabricator of make-believe. Hollywood appeared to have played most to a battle that was just another illusion. Well, there you have it, the Battle of Los Angeles. The going prediction of what it was I've always heard as aliens or extraterrestrials, but I guess you're just going to have to make up your own mind. I There was a famous picture of spotlights on a disc-looking object in the sky, and it looked really cool. It looked like straight out of a movie. I don't know if that was fabricated or what, but it was way too cool not to post it on the page. But there you guys have it. Another episode for the week. If you guys have any any suggestions, please feel free to send them to me. Um, I'm open to anything as long as it pertains to the channel itself. But I guess I will see you next time. Thank you for listening.